Hi there, and welcome to episode number 309 of Smart Podcast Trashy Books. I'm Sarah Wendell from Smart Bitches Trashy Books, and this is our live show from RWA. It is time for us to play Cards Against Romance Tropes. Alicia Rye and Melanie Johnson joined me for our live show at RWA in 2018, last week. And Cards Against Romance Tropes is a very limited edition game. In fact, Melanie was part of the crew that created it. We start by learning that Julia Quinn's Bridgerton series is being adapted by Netflix by Shonda Rhimes, uh, which is something I learned as we started taping. And then we start the games. Alicia Rye is the captain of Team Kale, and Melanie Johnson is the captain of Team Donut. Now, the audio is a little bit echoey because I was recording in a pretty large room with very high ceilings, and that's all my fault, so I apologize. I'm getting better with the live equipment, but sometimes I have a learning curve with each new environment. I do want to thank a bunch of people. First, thank you to the staff at RWA, especially Steph Fry and Carol Ritter, who gave us a room with a speaker so we could do the live show. Thank you to Gabby and Chris from the Sheraton Denver downtown. When Chris came to make sure that the room was all good, I joked that there was free wine in the lobby and we wanted some free wine in the room. And then Gabby showed up with a tray full of wine, which was really awesome because, you know, you should always do your podcast recordings with wine. I want to thank Alicia Rye for captaining a team and bringing books as prizes. And I want to thank Melanie Johnson for captaining a team and especially for being part of the group that created Cards Against Romance Tropes in the first place and gave me a set to take home. And of course, I want to thank everyone who attended and joined in the game. You are all the most excellent. Now, this podcast episode and transcript are being brought to you by Half Empty by New York Times and USA Today bestselling author Catherine Bybee. Trina Petrov unexpectedly becomes one of the wealthiest women in the world after her marriage by contract ends with her husband's apparent suicide, but all that money won't help her heal any faster. So on that terrible first anniversary, she takes a trip to Venice, swearing that she'll entertain the temptations of plenty of food and wine, but absolutely zero men. When she's stuck in a hotel on the way home, a handsome and very charming stranger strikes up a conversation in the bar. When he introduces himself, she has no idea who he is, a fact that he finds incredibly alluring. To everyone else in his world, he's Wade Thomas, a world-famous country singer who really needs time to be anonymous and to be himself. He offers Trina and her friend Avery a ride home on his plane. But when Avery is attacked after helping Trina sort through her late husband's belongings, Wade and Trina begin unraveling a mystery that points at one conclusion. Someone wants Trina dead. Immediately. Wade isn't about to let that happen, and he's not letting Trina out of his sight until the danger is gone. Half Empty by Catherine Bybee is published by Montlake Romance and available now at Amazon.com. We have a podcast Patreon, and if you are interested in having a look, it is patreon.com slash smartbitches. The support of the Patreon community helps me commission transcripts for episodes in our archives and helps me maintain the live equipment that I use to do these live shows. And I also use the Patreon community's wisdom to help develop questions for interviews that I have scheduled in the future. I want to thank some of the Patreon folks personally. So to Anna, Mona, JR, Elena, and Lady B, thank you so very much for being part of the Patreon community. And if you'd like to have a look, you can go to patreon.com slash smartbitches. 
Now, are there other ways to support the show? There are ways to support every podcast you enjoy, and I bet you know what they are. You can leave a review wherever you listen or however you listen on whatever platform. It's all good. You can tell a friend. You can subscribe. And if you're listening to me each week, thank you for that. It is a real honor to hang out with you and your eardrums each week. Now, our music is provided by Sassy Outwater, and I will have information at the end of the show as to who this is. I will also have a truly terrible joke and a preview of what's coming up on the website next week. Now, if you're listening and you're thinking, I would really like to find a copy of Cards Against Romance Tropes for my own, unfortunately, there are only eight sets in existence and I have one. But if you really like this game and you think I would totally dig playing this live, you should email me at sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at smartbitchestrashybooks.com, or you can email sbjpodcast at gmail.com, and let me know that you would be interested in doing a live game night with me. I'm thinking of putting together some game nights throughout this year and next, maybe to play Cards Against Romance Tropes and record it, because it's a really fun game. Let me know if you'd be interested in that, or if you'd be interested in attending, maybe not playing, but showing up to hear us get really silly and inappropriate. You can also email me if you just want to tell me things or ask questions or recommend a book. I really enjoy hearing from you because you're all awesome. All right. It is time for the live show. Are you ready? Let's do this thing. On with the podcast. Y'all want to hear some cool news? Yes. Uh, Julia Quinn has partnered with Netflix to adapt the Bridgerton series into a series. And um, here's the headline. Try to breathe. Shonda Rhimes describes her grand Netflix ambitions. Shonda Rhimes is going to adapt the Bridgertons for Netflix. Holy crap, you guys! (laughs) Oh my god, this is amazing. I don't see anything specific about this on the article. I'm looking at Julia Quinn's website. Um, Scandal writer Chris Van Dusen will turn the Bridgertons into a dramatic series, the whole series for Netflix. So I'm, I have no ordinary time, basically, <laughs> is what's happening here, yeah, right? That's who would be cast, man. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so cool. Dude, guess what? Julia Quinn is being adapted for Netflix by Shonda Rhimes. I swear what? to God, I'm not making up any of those words. <laughs> so guys, welcome to the podcast. I'm Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Um, hi. Thank you guys for coming, and thank you to everyone who helped me set up. And I'm so glad you guys are here. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to play Cards Against Romance Tropes. This is a very limited... How many sets were made? Eight. Eight total sets of this game were made, and I was given one. Um, and so this is basically Cards Against Humanity, except we're going to fill in sentences like, The Trouble with Blank. And we're going to have a team of contestants. So here's how this is going to work. We have two team captains. First, we have Alicia Rye. Yay! <laughs> Alicia, come and sit in this chair right here with this microphone, because I know what happens when I give you a mic, and it's awesome. <laughs> so Alicia will be the captain of one team. We're actually going to do this team style, because that makes it more drunkenly fun. <laughs> Alicia will be captain of, captain of team number one. And I will be, take, I will be taking volunteers from the audience. So keep drinking. <laughs> the other team captain is Melanie Johnson. Woo! Come over here. Sit right down in this chair. Now, a couple of things you need to know, and this comes with a scroll of instructions. Which is amazing. <laughs> yes. The first thing I have to say is that this game was created by Aaron Brambia, Melanie Johnson, Ricky 
Wasaniker, Wasaniker, Robin Luckett, Susan Fletcher, and Christina Grenhart. If you like this game, we don't know what you're talking about. Or if you don't like the game, we don't know what you're talking about. So this was originally created by Chicago North five years ago? Uh, what, 2014, so yeah, four years ago. There's only eight sets. I have one, so I'm going to make as much trouble with this game as I possibly can. And Gabby! Hi, Gabby! Thank you for bringing more wine! You're amazing, Gabby! So here's how this works. Has everyone here ever played... Cards Against Humanity, is anyone unfamiliar with this game? If you're unfamiliar, raise your hand, I'll explain the rules. Okay, so. Have you played Apples to Apples? Yes, yes. it is it's, like It's that. like Apples to Apples. If you so there version. will be a pink, pink card. The card has a sentence you have to fill in. If you are a contestant, you will be picking five white cards, and then you will choose one of your white cards to fill in the pink card, and you will hand your candidate to your team captain. They will read aloud their choices, and then they will select the one that they think best represents their team. Mm. And then you will vote by applause, noise, and inappropriate gestures as to who has won that round. Okay? Now, we have prizes. Alicia brought books because that's friggin' rad. And I have stickers, including the Bad Decisions Book Club sticker. I have assorted lady quadrants. Whoops, I'm spilling them. So I have lots of different lady stickers. And I have my favorite romance or get Fuck out. <laughs> I also have a little bit, little earbuds. Ooh. Now, you might have your favorite headphones, but here's a little case to keep them in and a pair of earbuds inside so you can listen to podcasts like this one. Oh. Amazing how that works out, right? So, you guys ready to get started? Yeah. Okay. Who would like to be on a team? Raise your hand. Yes. Okay. Oh. You are so eager and you're, okay. Ma'am, come on down. You can pick in whatever chair you want. Alicia. Yes. Would you introduce yourself to everyone and tell people how amazing you are? Because that's not awkward at all. I will do exactly that. Um, my name is Alicia Rye. I write contemporary romance. Uh, my last, my last few books were the Forbidden Hearts trilogy, uh, starting with Hate to Want You. Uh, and there's like, yeah, they're like sexy contemporaries. That particular trilogy is more like a soap opera family dynasty type thing, warring families. Um, and it's cause I grew up watching Young and the Restless when I was way too young with my grandma. Like way too young to be watching it. Um, and I was very invested in Victor. He was my favorite. Uh, I was like six. I was like, he's got a cool mustache. And he's still on the show, I think. He's like 90 years old. I don't know. He's very. Our mustache is still cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Were you I don't know oh, if he's, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's like older. He's like salt and peppered now, I think. Okay. I haven't seen the show in a very long time. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's me. Melanie? Oh, hi, I'm Melanie Johnson, and um, I was very excited because my Golden Heart sister, Alexis, won the Rita for Best First Book last night. Uh, and actually, I have a series coming out next summer from St. Martin's Press, and I just found out... Yes! Oh, I didn't know that! So, um, it's fun, flirty, a little bit dirty, uh, contemporary romance, uh, very close uh, female friendships, and the first book is Getting Hot with the Scott, and it comes out April 30th. Yeah, so... Congratulations! Ooh, okay. Ma'am, can I ask you what your name is? Arlene. Arlene? Where are you from, Arlene? Canada. I'm really sorry. I need you to go back home and take all of us with you. Yes, please. <laughs> How big is your luggage? I didn't bring that many shoes. She brought lots of shoes. <laughs> lots of shoes. Yeah, yeah, she, she knew. She's going to be like, you get back. Get back. And ma'am, what is your name? Sheree. Hi, Sheree. And where are you from? Brooklyn, New York. Excellent. All right. You have good pizza there. I'm going to see if I can reach all the way this way. Oh, I can. I love these cords. What is your name, ma'am? Elizabeth. And where are you from, Elizabeth? Orcas Island, Washington. You live on an island? Do you have to take a ferry? 
like you have to get your groceries somewhere else and like shopping. No, you have a store on your island. Yeah, that's yeah. good. There is actually there's two. Dude, that's like <laughs> super. Oh, you are in Washington. Yeah. <laughs> is there kale? Can I say something politically incorrect? I'm going to say something politically incorrect. Why is kale? Why? Everything here has kale. Kale is delicious. You go to hell. No. <laughs> okay, so you guys are team kale. <laughs> team kale. Team, Sorry, and we are team donuts. So. I like donuts too. Yeah. Can I say? <laughs> What's your name? I'm Felicity Zaidi. And where are you from? I'm from Boston, where it's wicked good there. Oh yeah? Awesome. All right. So we're going to play our first round of Cards Against Romance Tropes. You guys are all going to have to get involved and pick the overall first round winner. Felicia and Melanie, would you pick a pink card, please? Team Kale. (laughs) Would you read your card aloud? Book title, The Millionaire Sheik's Secret Blank. So... You guys have to pick a card from your five cards that best and most horribly or most excellently completes that This is that not sense. always a PC game. I'm warning now, you now. Um, I do is this have a real title? Because it sounds like one. We, we probably pulled some from okay. the people <laughs> at a side-eye, too. Yeah. yeah. There is a caveat to this game. The I'm a virgin requirement is that if there is a white card and you don't understand what's on that white card, you can absolutely ask me for a new one, but you have to admit that you don't understand it so we can explain it to you in painful, excruciating <laughs> Not that you should be afraid of that because we're all super nice. There's and, nothing and wrong with being a virgin. Right. All right, Melanie, would you please read aloud your sentence? The key to writing good menage is... Not That's a good kale. One. That's a good one. It is not Kale, I promise. You know there's going to be a hero named Kale at some point. We're, like, heading there. Yeah. It's good for you. They're going to be organic farmers. It's full of potassium. Actually, I think think organic farmers could be hot. Yeah. Oh, there's a whole bunch of them coming. I I mean, not literally. Oh. I didn't have wine, I swear. All right, Team Kale, please hand your selected individual card for this round to Alicia, the the queen of Kale. Yes. And Alicia, read your entries. And you shall pick the one you think best represents kale. Do I read them out loud? You read them out loud okay. to the room. This is for maximum ridiculousness. So it's the millionaire chic's secret blank. The millionaire chic's secret leather. Or the millionaire chic's secret handcuffs. Okay. Mm. Melanie, do you have your cards? Have you guys handed the card that you would like to enter into this round? The key to writing good menage is zucchini. The key to writing good menage is naked werewolves. Oh, that one actually makes sense. Zucchini Turned and naked yeah. werewolves would be really good <laughs> too. And there's multiples there, so we're, you know. All right, Alicia, what is your selection? Uh, between leather and handcuffs. It's I'm going to really go. Tough choice. It's joy. Yeah, they kind of go together. Um, let's go with handcuffs. Okay. Yes. Melanie? Man, I'm going to go with naked werewolves. Okay. So now is the point where you have to vote by inappropriate gesture, loudness, and applause. On Team Kale, we have the billionaire... Millionaire. Millionaire, sorry, I downsized Don't make him richer. Millionaire Sheik's secret... Handcuffs. Handcuffs. Or the key to writing good menages, naked werewolves. So let's hear it for handcuffs. All right. Naked werewolves. Got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Who submitted the naked werewolf? All right, come on over here. You can put your cards on your seat, and you can come and pick a prize. Oh, this is nice. Nice. Yeah, oh. I like how this. Is. And clearly, we don't know. 
this I need another contestant to start going. Ma'am, you shot your hand up. You look ready to be super embarrassing. Thank you so much for playing, and congratulations. Thank you. All right. Okay. Team Kale, what is the sentence that we are competing with this evening? The main character looks into a mirror and thinks of blank. Kale. And? <laughs> Darcy's proposal would have been even better if he had given Elizabeth a donut. Yeah. yeah okay. Blank. So, so I'm going to start with Melanie's team, which fills in. I just saw that card. Y'all, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know who gave me what, so I'm not going to. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. Ma'am, have you handed your card over? I got both. You got both? All right. Melanie, you go first this round. Darcy's proposal would have been better if he had given Elizabeth a manly vest. Okay. Okay. Darcy's proposal would have been better if he had given Elizabeth chaps. Really? I cannot get that image out of my I mean, head. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Depends on what she's into. Chaps. I'm a fan. Okay. Nothing about assless. <laughs> but all chaps are assless. All right? chaps are assless. <laughs> okay. You're not writing cowboys, are you? <laughs> okay. The main character looks into a mirror and thinks of, and I swear this is real, donuts. Uh, <laughs> it's real. Uh, the main character looks into a mirror and thinks of a spanking scene. Backwards. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's in the assless chaps. Yeah. <laughs> so Melanie, which are you choosing? Um, man, I gotta go with the, the chaps. All right. <laughs> so we have the the proposal would have been better if he had given her chaps. And Alicia, which one are you choosing? The main character looks into a mirror and thinks of a spanking scene. I'm telling you. Yeah. All right. Applause for chaps. Applause for a spanking scene. <laughs> All right. I love how you guys are very much in agreement. Yeah. Thank you, Felicita's nice job. Thank you. Please come and take a Someone prize. new come. Here we go. All right. Team Kale. A declaration of love would be incomplete without blank. Oh, that's sweet. Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. Melanie? So mine's mixing it up. It's blank is first. So blank make the best lovers. Zucchini. <laughs> Except they have those little spiky things. So no, no, no. Why do you know this? Because it was an earlier card, and I'm following the game. I'm following. Should have been an eggplant. I hope there's an eggplant. Okay, no. Yeah, no. that's what a penis is. <laughs> in emoji world. What? Because <laughs> they're not supposed to be purple, and that would hurt. I mean, I don't know about you, but the eggplants that show up in my garden are not. And, no. Do you know, I was trying to, like, you know, somebody was texting me. Well, okay, whatever. But I texted. Oh, sorry, go back. Sorry. No, no, nothing. And we were like, well, what's, like, for breasts? Like, what's the emoji for breasts? And so I was like, cherries, right? Because they're two of them on a little thing. And they're like, the stem doesn't make sense. And I was like, oh, okay, so it's the acorns then. And they were like, no. And then we realized it's the melons. There's honeydews. Anyway, continue. That works. Yeah. Two well, you do too. Boom, boom. You do too, so yeah. Because it can't be the moon, because that's no. that's butts. So anyway, it was very it was a very academic conversation. The peach for butts, but yeah. <laughs> yes. Is the dancing flamenco lady something spicy, or is that just she's just dancing? She's just dancing. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure. If there was Let her live. When I feel like a little... <laughs> all right. So have you handed over your card answers? Who's going first this round? Team Kale. A declaration of love would be incomplete without whipped cream. <laughs> 
declaration of love would be incomplete without protective older brothers. That creates Depends a whole like, other dynamic. Trope. Someone, <laughs> someone in this room is going to get a book idea. <laughs> and I want you to tell me when it happens. I, is, yeah, especially if there's zucchini kale and brothers. <laughs> All right. Okay, so tongue sucking make the best lovers. Or <clears throat> toe sucking? Tongue. Okay. Tongue sucking. <laughs> But if you like toe sucking, I, I don't. I'm just <laughs> nipples like dinner plates make the best lovers. <laughs> I've seen those book covers. <laughs> oh man! All right, so Team Kale, Alicia, which one are you going with? I'm gonna say um, just because protective older brothers is a bit um, confusing. But a de- declaration of love would be incomplete without whipped cream. I find that entirely, yes. entirely acceptable. Possible. And what is your call? Oh, man. Tongue sucking or dinner plates, man? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to go with tongue sucking, make the best lovers. Okay. Yeah. Can I have applause for tongue sucking and lovers? And Alicia's, yours was... Whipped cream. whipped cream makes the best proposal. Yeah. So. <laughs> that was Who was the generator of whipped cream? Come over and select a prize. You're going to get it. Melanie, which sentence are we completing tonight? Okay, so blank is going to be the next big thing. Oh. Okay. Um, so this is from the love <laughs> of my life. Um, thank you. Uh, it's uh, Courtney Milan from The Governess Affair. Never hit a man with blank. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. Make it fun. I love that there's a Courtney Milan quote in this game. I know. Right. I'm going to tell Courtney. I'll take a picture of it later. <laughs> <laughs> if after this round, if you have not selected, hit a well, winning we'll card, you want to fold and get new cards after yeah. this round, I will give you new cards. I think that's fair. I got t- All right, so here we go. Lack of lube is going to be the next big thing. No. <laughs> Chafing That's is like, never sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, sh- you're like... <laughs> I showed her full body. <laughs> hey, um, granny panties <laughs> is going to be the next big thing. And I say own it. <laughs> um, granny panties are like underrated, man. They hold everything in. I love mine. I know. Uh, never hit a man with man titties. <laughs> never hit a man with a genital piercing. <laughs> that could be read so many ways. That could be read so many ways. Yes, yes, like, yeah. <laughs> All right, Melanie, which is the sentence we are going with here? Oh, we've, we've got to go with the granny panties. Granny panties are going to be the next big thing. They are already a big thing in my world. Oh, gosh, this is hard. I think I wouldn't want to hit a man with a genital piercing. Like, that should be highly consensual. <laughs> I mean, God, you know, romance doesn't really deal with consent. <laughs> no, never, never, never. So you are going with... I'm going with genital piercing. Right. I mean, I'm not, but I'm, for this purpose, I am. How do we know? Never hit a man with genital piercing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Never hit a man with genital piercing. <laughs> and granny panties are the next big thing. <laughs> All right, I think that was Team that was Chaos. Chaos. Yeah. That was Team Chaos. Oh, yay! yay. <laughs> you did it! <laughs> All right, I need a person for All a right, chair guys. up in the front. Sarah, come on down. All right. 
Team Kale. It's the year 3014, and despite the advancement of technology, our hero still uses blank to fight for his heroine's honor. That's a thinking yeah. question. That is a thinking question. That is a tough one. All right, Melanie. Next, from E.L. James, 51 Shades of Blank. Melanie, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Next, from E.L. James, 51 Shades of Pregnesia. Oh, woo. And if you don't know the Pregnesia story, we need, oh, you need to Google it, it later. Oh. <laughs> Smart bitches plus Pregnesia. Pregnesia. <laughs> it's one of my favorite guest reviews. It, it, and that author was so awesome. Yeah, Amazing. she was really... Who was that? I can't tell. Okay. <laughs> Not allowed to say. Uh, Next, from E.L. James, 51 Shades of a Magic Hoo-Ha. <laughs> How many colors do they come in? A magic hoo-ha. Okay, so many. Okay. Glittery, magic. Fine. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's the year 3014, and despite the advancement of technology, our hero still uses marrying for money to fight for his heroine's honor. Or it's the year 3014, and despite the advancement of technology, our hero still uses a manic pixie dream girl to fight for his heroine's honor. <laughs> Why it's called Cards Against Romance yeah. Tropes. <laughs> I need to stop at Hot Topic. I just want to live. <laughs> I need to stop at Hot Topic. Okay. Team Melanie, which one are we going with? 51 Shades of? I mean, I love the Pregnesia reference, but I, I just want to read about the, the 51 Magic Hoo-Hots. <laughs> You know how there's like a thousand and one dark nights? I would totally read a whole series of like 51 different magic hoo-hahs. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. Team Alicia, where are we going? I'm going to go with a manic pixie dream girl. So we're going to defend her honor with a manic it's pixie It's the year 3014, and despite the advancement of technology, our hero still uses a manic pixie dream girl to fight for his heroine's honor. Ow, ow, stop. All right, manic pixie dream girl. And 51 Shades of Magic hoo-ha. All right. I think this side got it this time. Yeah, I think so. Did you think today you were going to win a prize with a magic hoo-ha? I forgot to introduce all the new players, and I suck at that. I apologize. My bad. What's your name? Laurel. Hi, Laurel. Thank you for joining us. And if you you played and I didn't introduce you, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Bad host. You keep it here well. All right. So the, the folded hands included a dream sequence, a gold digger, a stereotypical sidekick, and a museum curator. I would also read that series. <laughs> All right, Melanie. Yes. So this one is two cards. You're going to, have to pick two cards. Ooh. This is from Jane Austen. Persuasion. I am half blank, half blank. How did the heroine's parents tragically die? Oh. <laughs> Gotta get rid of those parents. Look crazy. Yeah. Get in the way. All their expectations. Yeah, yeah. It was probably still the manic pixie dream girl. So yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. People with her. <laughs> with her with her piercings. <laughs> hit, hit her with a piercing. Okay. All right, Melanie. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I am half shapeshifter, half that's what she said. (laughs) That's amazing. That's a hero for you. I want to read that. All right. I am half the squee cannon, half an unexpected package. Ooh. They're both good. Um, How did the heroine's parents tragically die? So we have either the dark moment, which makes sense, actually, or a virgin Spanish housekeeper. 
I know. It's like a cozy mystery. Cozy? <laughs> it's like some gothic. Yeah. Yeah, something. We're just going to like take the rest of the time to plot out this book. This book. <laughs> that's all. That's literally what I'm doing. That's, that's right how we're doing. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Um, you know, I am going to go with I am half a shapeshifter, half that's what she said. <laughs> and you're going with? I think the virgin Spanish housekeeper has to, <laughs> yes. has to murder the parents. Shapeshifters and that's what she said. You got this one. Virgin Spanish housekeepers. Yeah. That was good. That was awesome. That was real good. Nice job. Okay. Alicia. I have to email my editor and tell her I missed my deadline because blank. <laughs> Actually, this might be useful for me, so please. Everybody take notes. Take notes. Pull out, pull out your phones right now. All right. In the future, ebooks will have a blank feature. So I have to email my editor and tell her I missed my deadline because of a lack of birth control. <laughs> <laughs> that actually... Might happen all too soon. I have to email my editor and tell her I missed my deadline because of her wonder cave. <laughs> like your editor's wonder cave? Like specifically? It's like that's that's harassment at that point. <laughs> that's the kind of phone call where the editor's gonna hang up the phone and be like, You are not gonna believe this. All right, everybody listen up. I got the winner for this year's excuse me go. <laughs> In the future, ebooks will have a detailed descriptions of pubic hair feature. <laughs> I actually really actually this is actually happening already, so we predicted the future because because in the future, ebooks will have a laughing at inappropriate moments feature. That's what you want for your e-reader to just start laughing. Because <laughs> isn't there a story Alexa. of like the Alexa, Alexa just like Alexa. laughing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alicia. Oh, man, both of these are so good because <laughs> babies will make you miss your deadline. But I have to email my editor and tell her I missed my deadline because of her wonder cave. <laughs> okay. Uh, so in the future, ebooks will have a... <sighs> it's hard. This was a good That's round. also not a feature we wanted. This, no. This, this, this makes me squicky, but it's still funny. So detailed descriptions of pubic hair feature. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have her wonder cave. Mm. Ebooks with detailed descriptions of pubic hair. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're all perverts. I got it. Good job. All right. Who would like to take a chair? Come on down. Melanie, what's your card? So this one, you need to play three cards. Dun, dun, dun. Goal, blank. Motivation, blank. Conflict, blank. Oh, my God. I was hysterical. She's just like, oh, this again. <laughs> Uh, mine is, that's about as sexy as blank. What? Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) She must, (laughs) she knew. (laughs) Okay. When you're ready? You ready? Yeah. You can Um, hand them to me in the order you want them. That's about as sexy as a holiday-themed romance. (laughs) 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 This one is Lent. (laughs) That's about... (laughs) That's about as sexy as 80s hair. <laughs> There's oh, some the sexy 80s, 80s stuff. Oh, the mullets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will show you the picture of my husband from 10th grade. Please. 
The it's most, adorable. It's the most amazing wallet no. you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. <clears throat> goal. Sex scenes that involve food. Excellent goal. Motivation. Shipping. Wait, what was that? Shipping. Not okay. The other. <laughs> Shipping. Thank you. Enunciate. <laughs> Conflict. Interviewing only non-romance writers about penning sex scenes. <laughs> never happens. I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, this real. And the other one is goal, a hidden bungalow. Motivation, enemies to lovers. Conflict, cinnamon. <laughs> you could have some heated arguments. I feel awesome. Coming soon. Sure. Yeah. Cinnamon. Yeah. Coming soon. Mm. Literally. Soon. Soon. <laughs> All right, Alicia, would you like to 80s um, hair or a holiday romance? You know, I think it's about as sexy as 80s hair. Right. And that can go either way. It could be positive. It's true. That's be. about as sexy as 80s, 80s hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> so all of you are going to start saying that tomorrow. <laughs> so it's just because it's so random, which is so awesome. And the more that I sit here and think about it, the more that I think if it's a goal for a hidden bungalow and the motivation is as enemies to lovers and they both want this hidden bungalow, but the conflict is cinnamon. Yes. <laughs> yes that's what I'm going with. All right. <laughs> 80s hair. <laughs> Bungalows with cinnamon. Well done. <laughs> All right, please come up and take a prize. And then you need three new cards. <laughs> we need a whole bunch of cards down there. All right, Alicia, are you ready? Yes. What's your phrase? How did he lose his virginity? <laughs> so many ways. Her wonder cave. Yes. <laughs> Zucchini. Mm-hmm. What is keeping them apart? Cinnamon. <laughs> We just talked about that. Were you not listening? <laughs> so is anyone pitching today, doing like pitch appointments? That was all this morning. Yeah. How did that, I was helping with that. It was pretty intense. Was anyone there? Oh, yeah. just being in the room made my stomach hurt. And I'm not <laughs> pitching anything. You know, except bad ideas. Did, a, did anybody suspicious, pitch? Suspicious assemblies of wine. Did you get requests? Woohoo! Yay! That's what I'm pitching for. All right, Molly, you want to go first? Sure. So, what is keeping them apart? A shoehorn. Which makes no sense because you use a shoehorn to pry things apart, right? Yes? No? Yeah. Oh, my shoehorn. Or put it back no. in. Or put it back in. <laughs> that did wow, not go. I didn't need that. <laughs> <laughs> what is keeping them apart? An elderly busybody. Oh, man. oh, that's legit. Yeah, small totes. town. Well, no, yeah. usually they bring them together, though. In the end, because they're quirky. Yeah. Um, how did how did he lose his virginity? Melting. Fade to black. Mm, those are books. Uh, how did he lose his virginity? As you wish. Oh, that's like femdom. That's like cool. Yeah. That's Scarlett. Yeah, she is here yeah. for this. <laughs> I like that. All right. Melanie, what's your choice? Oh, an elderly busybody. All right. What's keeping them apart? Oh, sorry. What is keeping them apart? Elderly busybody. Yes. How do you lose his virginity? How do you lose his virginity? I think um, as you wish. All right. Pause for busybodies. Played as you wish. That's yeah. pretty awesome. I like that. That could make, like, if you redid the, A Princess Bride with, like, a heavy kink element. <laughs> 
Because by the way, I I would. I'm sure it. someone's done that already. Watched that with my kids who were ten and twelve, yeah. and I was like sitting there on my phone like. Were Humperdinck and Count what's his face banging? Yes. Like, like, right? Yeah, yes. for like, sure. Tyrone, I love to watch you work. And I was like, what? How did I miss that? <laughs> there is some seriously hot undercurrent of sexual tension between mm-hmm. Chris Sarandon and um, Jamie Lee Curtis's husband, who's in all the improv things. <laughs> I know he's like, okay, he's Baron Hayden Guest, Christopher Guest. Thank you. There is seriously smoldering sexual tension, and I'm just like, is anyone else picking this up? My, my husband and kids are like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. No, it's real. All right, we need a person for a chair. Ma'am, come on down. Another Sarah. Is everyone Sarah? I love this. This is great. All right. Does anyone want to fold their cards? Is everyone happy with their hands? Do you want to restart? Okay. So you need a card. You also need a card. And I'm going to trip on myself. You need a card. What's up? All right. This is a Julia Quinn quote, which is awesome because... Yeah. So those of you who came in late... Um, at the start of the podcast, I learned that there is going to be a Shonda Rhimes collaboration with Netflix to bring the Bridgerton series to Netflix <gasps> as a television show. No. <laughs> Swear to God. No. There is some... My life. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've lost all my free time. Oh, God. I'm not going to see the letter day for like two weeks. <laughs> you have time to, you know, block off your calendar. You've got time. It'll, it'll be a while. It's okay. It's okay. No, it's not. Just plan for it. Apparently, She's shook it. right now, so we need to wait. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You want to take a minute? Get I'm some wine? Well, you got to answer the question here. Uh, so Julia, Julia Quinn quote, you always get more respect when you don't have blank. Mine is, um, I got 99 problems, but blank ain't one. <laughs> Okay. All right. She's like, Give it to me. What you got? I never can pronounce this word. Police, right? No idea. Historical yes. people, yes, police. Police, right? I know what it is. I just don't know what it. The thing that the heroine always puts on, and then it rains, and she's cold, and she gets a cold, and then she almost dies. It's a police, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it looks like, but yeah. yeah. Um, I got ninety-nine problems, but the happy trail ain't one. <laughs> My biggest frustration with all of the waxed man chests. Y'all, the happy trail is sexy and they're all waxed off. Like, what is that? I work at a wax center. Hi. (laughs) Tell us more. (laughs) Yeah, take the mic. We want to all, everyone should share. We're going to take a break now for waxing. We just need a waxing 101. Hi, so there are actually options to this. You can do just the chest, you can leave the happy trail. It can all be yours, ladies. What is the most popular request? Like you have from a man, yeah. That. What's the most popular? Oh, from a yeah. man? Yeah. A wave of ecstasy? God, I wish. <laughs> no. So, not to break all your little hearts, unfortunately, it is a full back. However, I maintain, <laughs> I maintain, because most of the time, no, most of the time, we get women coming in, getting their Brazilians waxed for the first time, and they're in t- most of the time, the comment is, oh, my boyfriend wants this done. And I sit there and go... Do you want this done? No, but my boyfriend does. Okay, so what you do is you drag his ass in here, and we'll do him too. And then you will get it done. Anything that he wants done, he should be willing to do himself. Make him do it first. Also, yes. He should do it first. And then if he's still willing to do that afterwards, then you get it done, and then it's a fair thing. 
And then he can stop whining at you about it. Who cries more about the pain, men or women? Men. Oh, yeah. Every single time. Oh, for sure. That is not a surprise. Although we had... <laughs> we, had one, we had one man come in, and it was a firefighter, and he was coming in to get wax because he was, going, he was auditioning for the firefighter oh, no. calendar here in Denver. And he was getting everything waxed. I have not heard such a high-pitched scream... <laughs> Since my little sisters were but wee little things. And I was hunched over on the desk laughing when he came out. And he was like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, are you? <laughs> oh, I felt so bad. He, he got on the calendar. <laughs> was this a naked calendar? Like, did everything need to come off? Like, no, unfortunately. Down the Southern Valley and everything? Southern Valley. I wish. Southern Valley. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm I, stealing this right, story. So. All right. Feel free. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. I have one more. Uh, I got 99 problems, but a su- surprise virgin ain't one. <laughs> Who exactly is surprised? Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought I'd had lots and lots and lots of sex, but it turns out. Oh, no. <laughs> that hymen is still there. <laughs> you always get more respect when you don't have natural lubricant. What oh. is with you and the chafing? Like... <laughs> You always get more respect when you don't have a police. Like, whatever the little historical it's thing that they put on. It only covers your boobs. Right? Like, like, a, like, like a mini like a shrug? Like, yeah, like, yeah, maybe like, like a crop it jacket. here and then everything yeah. else is just it's no. sort of like this, only with this part like up here and I would be much like more a modest. Jacket, a, a bolero jacket, yes, thank you. Is Teresa here? Teresa? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Will you confirm that? You're like our historical. <laughs> Oh, the Spencer is longer. That I know. Is it? Never mind. Don't listen to me. I don't write historical. <laughs> Sorry to put you on the spot. Okay. Okay. All right. Hold Nobody's. On. It's Hold fine. On. Google has been. Consulted. Yeah. <laughs> so Google is going to tell you you have meningitis. So police is long. So police, police is, is long. Oh, so the Spencer. Is long. Okay. Oh. We have all We're just all been educated. Today. The more you know. Stop. Okay. But anyways, according to this quote, you get more respect when you don't have one. So. Okay. So which is your choice, Alicia? Um, I got 99 problems. Oh, man. That's a hard They're choice. They're both good. Oh, man. She's going to win this round. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I got 99 problems, but the happy trail ain't one. <laughs> and I'm going to go with the thing we didn't know what it was. You, o- you always get more respect when you don't have a police. Okay. A police? Respect. Thank you for the, you know. 99 problems with a happy train. All right, come on, Don, and pick your praise. You did it. That's, yeah. Yay! Great. Great. This was a very educational round. We learned so much together. All right. Oh, my God. This one is way too long. Wait a minute. How many Sarahs are here? We have a lot. One, two, three. What, 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 yeah, that's a lot of Sarah, Sarah, five Sarahs. <laughs> oh, I gotta do this. <laughs> so Sarah's in the room. Were you one of several Sarahs in your classes in elementary school? Oh yeah, I was we one had of a four Sarahs. About this, like yesterday, a lot of Sarah. We actually had a conversation about this exact topic yesterday about yeah. all the Sarahs. There's and, a lot of yeah. Sarahs, y'all. A lot of Sarahs. Hmm. Sorry. All right. Uh, this is actually perfect. So the most popular workshop at RWA Nationals will be a presentation on blank. And we didn't write this one specially for today. It was oh, good. in the pack. You must have had so much fun writing this game. It was fun. Yeah. Seriously, you should kickstart the app. 
this game. Mm-hmm. I would would you game. buy a copy of this game? Yeah, I would, buy I would in a minute. Or if you want, you can like just make a bunch of sets, and um, I will buy them. And then oh, people. I think actually you gave me two, and I gave away one on the site. And you're not. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And then whoever won it was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" You. Oh my gosh! You And she's here, so she does actually like it. Oh, like four years ago. Hello. Yeah. All right, Alicia. So this is a quote from someone named Sarah Wendell. Whatever. It's from the blog post "Ten Things I Hate About Sex." Scenes. <laughs> it's a vagina, not blank. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! They're gonna have like a rabbi come and speak. <laughs> I don't know why that's in there. This could All get right, really Melanie. educational. What you got? I'm just thinking about how educational this could get if we had the right person to talk about this. I can't help on this one. <laughs> the most popular workshop at RWA Nationals will be a presentation on circumcision. <laughs> All right, I can help with that. And? The most popular workshop at RWA Nationals will be a presentation on bodice rippers. Ooh. <laughs> it's a vagina, not family sagas. <laughs> It's a vagina, not Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, my God! <laughs> Scarlett, you got plot ideas right now. <laughs> but he doesn't want to leave. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. She's kidnapped his... Oh, my Lord. All right, All right Alan, um, which one are you going with? The most popular workshop at RWA Nationals will be a presentation on circumcision. Yes, of course it will. I mean, it's definitely not Stockholm Syndrome, so we're going to go with that. We're going to go with that. Okay, this is going to be a tough one, y'all. Circumcision. Vagina Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> right. That's hilarious. Winner, come on over and pick your prize. All right. In order to survive her time on the pirate ship, our heroine must pretend to be blank. The safe word is blank. (laughs) The safe word is cinnamon. (laughs) Do you guys remember the season of Desperate Housewives? Where she wanted the safe word to be like Palestine. What? What? So in the first season of Desperate Housewives, I only watch one season of things because I'm oh, terrible at watching okay. TV. You know, this week's today's podcast is all about how Amanda and I are bad at watching television. And I spoil the 1986 Beauty and the Beast TV show. So if you've never seen it and you want to watch Ron Perlman as a cat man, don't listen because I. Was a cat. Oh my God! It was. Is that Ron Perlman? Oh. It was. Do you know that those were written by George R. R. Martin? What? Yes. He oh, wrote you He what? Yes. Oh my God! I love that show so much. Wait, he actually finished something? Yes. <laughs> well, see what happened is actually Linda Hamilton left the show because she needed to go kill robots, and so they decided that in the show that was a romance, they would kill her off, and that's a good solution. Oh. Just like Nicholas Sparks. This is the show. This is the show that scared me for life. But anyway, on there, the first season of Desperate Housewives. Brie, who was played by Marsha Cross with the red hair, her husband was secretly kinky, and she's like, I'm going to be a supportive wife, I'm going to be kinky with you. And he's like, okay, so you need a safe word. And she's like, something stupid, like bubblegum. He's like, no, it has to be serious. And she goes, okay, Palestine. (laughs) It was terrible. (laughs) All right, ladies. Alicia? 
Um, the safe word is rippling abs. <laughs> or the safe, the safe word is circus acts. That would be a request. Yeah. <laughs> Trapeze. In order to survive her time on the pirate ship, our heroine must pretend to be an earth-shattering orgasm. Like a walking orgasm? <laughs> I don't know. But it's, it's, it's critical to her survival. Right. Okay, all right. What's Hide in plain her? sight. Oh, I don't know. In order to survive her time on the pirate ship, our heroine must pretend to be covered in chocolate. <laughs> Because those pirates be hungry. <laughs> it technically comes from a tree. Or lactose intolerant, you never know. I'm, I'm going to cover it in chocolate. Uh, yeah, okay. Alicia? <laughs> um, uh, what's the safe the, word is? The safe word is circus acts. All right. Circus acts. <laughs> Covered in chocolate. <laughs> All right. Before they kick us out of this room, one more round. Ooh, last dun, 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 dun. Pressure, pressure, huh? One more card. So this is actually a, gr- a great question because um, it's just so trope. <clears throat> what does man smell like? Man with a capital M. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best card I have. By God, I'm using it. Not that he measured, but it's bigger than blank. <laughs> These are actually like in tandem, so all right. What does man smell like to butt sex? <laughs> I don't know that you want to smell like that, but okay. <laughs> all right. That's yeah, it's not a compliment. Oh. When you, you smell like ass. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the other one? Uh, what does man smell like? Going down. Oh. That's so that's for DJ Khaled. <laughs> uh, not that he measured, but it's bigger than immortals. It lives forever, baby. It's everlasting. It's everlasting. There can be only one. <laughs> Not that he measured, but it's bigger than overly developed trapezius muscles. That <laughs> is like so. They are so big. <laughs> the your, your trapezius muscles are. Yeah, like, <laughs> is it that? Oh, it's the parts tra- of the front. Oh, okay. So, the like, what happens when, like, you see someone with no neck? Oh. Like, that's what it does. It, it eliminates the neck. It's like my trainer at the gym. <laughs> it's a scary people. All right, Alicia. Um, let's let's make it bigger than his traps. All right. Yeah. Uh, mm, um, because I don't want a man who smells like ass. Okay. I didn't have any other <laughs> And it, I mean, if he's going down, then you know. So a man. What does a man smell like? Going down. Mm. All right. Yeah. Going down. Bigger than a man with giant trapezius muscles. Yeah. yeah. I think that I think they're all winners at yeah, this last one. Winners. Yeah. Everyone's so, a winner. Ladies who are still seated up front, please come pick a prize. Thank you. you. Like. Oh, I'm yeah. so glad you guys came and thank you so much Thanks for coming to, to our live show. Typically, when I do one, I do a, like a very casual Q and A, and we have like five more minutes. If anyone has questions, you can ask me anything. And if you don't have questions, don't feel bad. It's totally cool. I'll just start winding microphone cables. Yes, ma'am. Gee, Sarah, what are you reading right now? Gee, Sarah, what am I reading right now? Oh, thank you, Elizabeth. Oh. You know, I ask this question of guests, and I'm like, I prepare them in advance because if I don't, they're like, uh. All right, so I'm actually reading a book that was free on Prime Day that is a memoir about someone who went to the Azores Islands with a bunch of people from California. I love travel memoirs. I like travel porn. Love travel porn. I had finished On the Plane, A Taste of Pleasure by Chloe Burke, 
And I would like everyone to thank my brain for remembering the title correctly. <laughs> I'm really proud of my brain. It is a Harlequin Kamani. It is so good. Oh. So I'll give you five things about this book. The heroine is a size 16 Michelin-starred chef, but she's a ghost chef. A dude is taking credit for her stars, and her names aren't, name is not on them. Fuck that guy. Yes. Her mother is a former supermodel and gets a job by beating out Naomi Campbell for that job. And at one point in the beginning of the book, she says... I slept with David Bowie, for God's sake. We are not normal people. Third, third thing about this book, the hero is a restaurateur and wine um, vineyard, a vineyard owner, owner from Italy. And he thinks he is the hottest thing and is not here for all of this. No, 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 no. You're not bad. Like, stop. You're amazing. Um, there's so much food porn. There's so much food porn. And it takes place in Milan and in the country. And there's travel porn. And the thing about it that I love the most about it is that the conflict is sustained because of real things. And it's not like, oh, I have feelings and I can't tell you. They're like, no, we really want a bone. And it's very inconvenient. <laughs> and it's super enjoyable. And it's perfect plain reading. So A Taste of Pleasure by Chloe Burke. It is a Kamani. It is brand new. And I really liked it. May, may, I, may I interrupt with what I just read that I loved? Yes. Okay. It's not technically a romance. But it's from a beloved romance alumnus. Um, Victoria Dahl now writes as Victoria Stone. Oh my God, I made you read this book. She made me read this book. I had it and I, I was like putting it off. It comes out uh, August 1st. It's called Jane Doe. And if you're worried if it ends like happily, it, it ends, you'll be happy when it ends. But, um, not like, oh my God, like that it's over. over. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not going to be like, oh, why did I read this? I feel terrible. Like, you're going to feel good when it ends. But it is, um, it's from the point of view of this woman who's a sociopath, like diagnosed a sociopath. Um, and she is back in town to avenge, like, this woman who was as close as she could, like, feel to love. She felt for this woman and she felt it very deeply and it was her best friend. Um, and, and the best friend died. So she's back to avenge her death by like just tearing this man like breaking him down into pieces it really gets into he deserves it no no he's not like a good guy and and it really i think taps into our our zeitgeist of uh anger right now it's great it just read a book it's coming out in like a week pre-order it right now it's we will very much appreciate it and it is first person point of view when you are in her head and you're like oh it feels really good to be in the head of someone who feels no shame or guilt or remorse for things yeah this is amazing and she, she feels nothing and it's very logical and cold but like you understand her and she uses abuser tap- tactics to bait and trap the abuser yeah, it's very good. Go go read it and immediately. In the week it comes out, it's by uh, her. She's Victoria Helen Stone. Yes, Jane Doe. And if you haven't read her Victoria Doll romances, you should read those as well. D A H L. One of them features a character that readers call Cunnilingus Gabe. Yeah. Yeah. Melanie, what are you reading right now? Well, I'm all about audiobooks because that's the only time I seem to be able to read. Plus, listening lets me turn off my writer brain. So I'm actually listening to Kylie Scott, um, her uh, her dive bar series. The first book is Dirty, and Ooh. it's super hot. And it is first person, but it's also a plus size heroine. And um, the hero is awesome about like the same kind of thing. Like, don't stop it. You're in- incredibly gorgeous and hot. And it was, it's yeah, so fun. Um, Dirty, just like his title. Do you like want an audiobook recommendation? I do. Okay, so Lauren Blakely's Wonderlust is dual narrator, and the male narrator is Richard Armitage. <gasps> I love dual narration, and, so and yes. And he speaks French. <laughs> You're selling me. <laughs> so don't be, like, drinking anything when you listen, because he'll choke. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me how I know. <laughs> okay. Does anyone have any other questions? I'm going to ask the panel. 
Thank you guys so much for coming to the live show. You guys are so great. Thank you. And that brings us to the end of our RWA 2018 live show. I hope you enjoyed our live playing of Cards Against Romance Tropes. It is one of my favorite games, and it is sad that there's only eight in existence. I hope someday it gets created for mass ridiculous consumption. Thank you again to Stephanie Fry and Carol Ritter at RWA, to Alicia Rye, Melanie Johnson, and everyone who came to join us in the audience and as contestants in our live show. You guys make the game very, very fun. This podcast episode and the transcript for this episode are being brought to you by Half Empty by New York Times and USA Today bestselling author Catherine Bybee. Trina Petrov unexpectedly becomes one of the wealthiest women in the world after her marriage by contract ends with her husband's apparent suicide. But all of that money won't help her heal any faster. So on that terrible first anniversary, she takes a trip to Venice, swearing that she'll entertain the temptation of plenty of food and wine, but absolutely zero men. When she's stuck in a hotel bar on the way home, a handsome and very charming stranger strikes up a conversation in the bar. When he introduces himself, she has no idea who he is, a fact that he finds incredibly alluring. To everyone else in his world, he's Wade Thomas, a world-famous country singer who really needs time to be anonymous and to be himself. He offers Trina and her friend Avery a ride home on his plane. But when Avery is attacked after helping Trina sort through her late husband's belongings, Wade and Trina begin unraveling a mystery that points at one conclusion. Someone wants Trina dead immediately. Wade isn't about to let that happen, and he's not letting Trina out of his sight until the danger is gone. Half Empty by Catherine Bybee is published by Montlake Romance and available now at Amazon.com. We have a podcast Patreon, and I would humbly invite you to take a look at it. Patreon.com slash smartbitches, where you can find different levels to support the show, starting with a dollar a month. Each patron helps me commission transcripts for older episodes and helps me develop questions for upcoming interviews. So if you are interested, I invite you to take a look. Patreon.com slash smartbitches. And if you are hanging out with me each week and you're thinking, I would also like to support the show... There's a very easy way to do that. You can leave a review wherever you listen. You can tell a friend. You can subscribe. But if you are making sure that we are part of your podcast queue each week, thank you. I'm really honored to be part of your collection, and I hope you enjoy each episode. The music that you are listening to is provided by Sassy Outwater. This is Enter the Haggis, and this track is called Lancaster Gate. You can find Enter the Haggis on their website, enterthehaggis.com, and you can find their music on Amazon, iTunes, and wherever you buy your funky, funky music. As always, I will have links to all of the books that we mentioned and to several of the games we mentioned. Like I said, alas, Cards Against Romance Tropes is not available for public purchase. And if you're interested in maybe doing another live game with me, email me at sbjpodcast at gmail.com or Sarah with an H at smartbitchestrashybooks.com and let me know where you are and whether you think that would be fun. Maybe I'll do some more live ridiculousness because that was really entertaining. I had a great time and I hope you liked listening to it. Coming up on the site this coming week, I have many, many things. So starting with this weekend, 
tomorrow, which would be the 28th. Look at me, I know the date. We are doing our monthly expensive, terrible, wonderful thread called What You're Reading, where we ask you what you're reading, and then everyone answers, and we all buy lots of books. It's great fun. Next week, we have Cover Snark, the Bachelorette recap of the finale. And Elise is, well, she's still in, and she's trying to make it through to the end, and I think the Rose God might be looking at her as his next sacrifice. We also have, on August 1st, Hide Your Wallet, where we talk about some of the books that are coming out this month that we are very excited about. And Elise and I have a co-review of a book that we mentioned during this episode, so you'll be learning more about it. All that, plus books on sale every day, and I hope that you will stop by the site and hang out with us, because like I said, there's a site that goes with the podcast. It's pretty cool, right? And now, bad joke time. You ready for a bad joke? This is particularly terrible. All right, this is from Stupid Sexy Flanders on Reddit. What do you call a single piece of corn? Give up? What do you call a single piece of corn? A unicorn. (laughs) It's so dumb. (laughs) I love it. A unicorn. (laughs) Okay. All right. I hope that was at least as half as amusing as it was for (laughs) a unicorn. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to have to stop being so amused by my own terrible jokes. I mean, they're not even my jokes. I just go find them and laugh, and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to tell the podcast, and they're going to hate this joke. (laughs) All right. Unicorn. On behalf of everyone who attended the live show, Alicia Rye, Melanie Johnson, and myself, we wish you the very best of reading. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. Maybe with a unicorn. Unicorn.